Well, I talked about Antino. Let's talk to uh, Tony Gollan. It's going to be a terrific tour rack, isn't it? Amelia's jewel with that 56. Antino, 54 and a half. Of course, the inevitable. He's a beauty as well. 56 and a half. The chances don't end there. But Tony Gollan is with us. Tony, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Steve. Gee, Superium looked a good thing, didn't he, in the Port Macquarie Cup last weekend. I'm filthy. I missed the 370. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ran third yeah. of your horse at Sandown. Yeah, no, I guess he did. <laughs> Tell us how is he leading into this Turak? Of course, he's third up, luckless first up, and he got the job done at Sandown last time. Yeah, he's, he's really good. He, he's definitely improved. This is the best we've, we've had him this time round. Um, he's sort of somewhere getting towards his, his peak, I'd, I'd say, this prep. He worked with very good yesterday. His recovery was phenomenal, and, and the horse is really up to the mark with his looks, etc. Just on the Sandown race that he won, second up 1,500. He basically sat one out, two back. And I looked at those sectionals, Tony. Eh? Two horses got under... Um, 34 that day, last 600. Superium was one, and, and your horse was the other, 33.89. Yeah, no, his sessions were good, you know. He was particularly at that at that distance of 1,500. And we ended up just probably getting back a pair further than where Blake really wanted to, but it was just a bit of manoeuvring early. But he looked as though he had the race sort of in his keeping not long after straight, and he had to dig deep late to get the job done, which which he did. I was pretty kind on him between Flemington and, and that run, and... You know, I always thought that run would bring him right on and we just tighten the screws a touch into the weekend and you know, I couldn't be more pleased with where he's at. And just that's in his makeup. He's often not the best away. Uh, that was the case again at Sandown. Yeah, he just doesn't begin that well. Then, then you can muster up and put him where you like. So it doesn't, I don't think it's a big big effect on the horse, really. You've seen him you know, lead wide draws if we've wanted to in the past. He's also come from well back. So it's just part of his makeup, but it's not affecting you know, how he's, how he's going in the run. Half length or thereabouts was the margin that day at Sand. And if they'd gone another 100, he would have would have extended that margin? Yeah, you'd think so. He certainly wants wants further. And the mile, you know, at Caulfield would be, be spot on for him. And we certainly believe that he can get further than the mile as well. Well, you've got him nommed for the five diamonds later on. That looks a perfect race for him, doesn't it? In Sydney, 1800. Yeah, it's a month after the Tour Act is how we get there. What not, or just be depends on what happens on the weekend. But it's obviously probably it's well in our mindset as long as the horse is up and, and still going well enough. What is a possible option in between? Well, uh, it's interesting. I'm not sure. Obviously, we're still going to nominate for the Cox Plate, but that's that's certainly you know that's the the highest level. Um, that would depend on on winning the Tourac, etc. Uh, there's the Crystal Mile on the same day, and there's um, there's an 1800 meter race. The name of it just escapes me. At, um, in Sydney two weeks before the five diamonds. So there's a couple of different options. That's the beauty about this carnival, you know, with, with big races at, at both centres. There's a lot of options for these sorts of horses. Has he seen Caulfield before? Yesterday morning. Tell me about the work. Yeah, he galloped with one of Kieran Mars. He sat off generation in the gallop and he was really good. Blake Shin got on him again, which is good. The more Blake can sit on him, the more he can, he can get to know the horse. And he was very, very happy with his work yesterday and, and um, really, yeah, really pleased with how he's trained on since that win at Sandia. Track conditions, of course, it was good first up, second up, but it doesn't worry if there's a bit of rain around. I'm not sure what the weather's like. No, I don't think it'll bother him. I don't think there is meant to be any rain this week in Melbourne. It's pretty cold down there yesterday. I know that much, but he doesn't doesn't sort of bother him either way, good or, or soft ground. He's very adaptable surface-wise. You said post-race that day that you thought his best win during the winter was the Wayne Wilson at a mile. That was the end of his preparation, wasn't it? That was his fourth run in. Yeah, it was, and that, that was the idea of of making sure we had that that second up run. Some people said to me, was it was it a, an afterthought, the second up run at Sandown after what happened at Flemington? And it wasn't at all. It was always the plan to go there, to there, to there. He loves a bit of continuity in, the, in his preparations. And that's one thing he just lacked a little bit in the winter. He had to go a month here and there and just different 
for different reasons, just you've not been eligible to get into some of those races we wanted to get into, where this preparation, we've been able to sort of pick our path and, and stick to it. And just looking at the way the horse worked and the way he looks at the moment, I'm really pleased to be able to do that because he certainly heads to Caulfield on the weekend in, in really good shape. How do you feel about the weight here with 54 and a half with that filly 56 Amelia's? Yeah, I reckon we're a touch close to it, to be honest. But look, I'm not a handicapper. I'm not paid to do that job. I'm just paid to train them. And that's, yeah. that's the job we'll do. But I'd love to be, you know, another kilo or so away from her. But look, that that is what it is. She is a man. They get the two kilo allowance and, and rightfully so. So if we're good enough, we can beat her. If we're not, yeah. we won't. Sensible ride the other day. They had to ride a positive. Lucky they did because that pride of Jenny was really hurting. And we know about the record time. Uh, I'm sure they'll ride her differently here. And it'd be lovely to get on the back of her with Antino, Tony, wouldn't it? Um, anyway, yeah, for the draw. I would imagine we wouldn't want to be too far away from her in running, that's for sure. So that's the beauty, I, I guess, of both horses, isn't it, really? They're both very versatile. I've seen Antino come from well back. We've also seen him lead with 61 on his back here. So, you know, they're both versatile horses. They can both be put where they want. They both seem to like whatever ground's underfoot. And, you know, they're both going to be excellent at a mile. So there's a lot to like with both. And I'm not going to swap my bloke for her and, and looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, I love her, but this is a real, you know, this is a solid test for her, isn't it? Hot oh, solid test for our, for our horse as well. I think every horse in this two rack is a yeah. solid test. And I know they've got the five diamonds, et cetera, in, in Sydney, but this race has come up very strong. It's a, it's a really good race, you know. A million bucks, it's, they're not to be sneezed at these races either. So it's, it's a proper race. It's a group one handicap. You always get, normally get pretty good sized fields in these and, got to get the right run in transit so you know if we can get the right run we won't offer any excuses for our preparation or the condition of our horse that's for sure you got some nice horses set towards the summer carnival just an update freedom rally is he close to a trial and zarastro's just having a bit of a freshen up for summer yeah zarastro's having a little bit of a break he's um only having sort of 10 days or so so off and he'll be back sort of in the yard they don't get long off he'll probably head towards that listed race it's pretty early or there's another class six actually for him there's a couple options for him sort of early november um, Freedom Rally, yeah, he's up ready to trial. He'll probably only have the one the one trial before his fresh up run. And then he heads second up into the gateway. Tony, today at Ipswich, uh, this mare looks really well placed for you. Tell me about Morton Bay. There's 10 million scratchings in this race, but she yeah, looks like she'll be highly game. competitive. That's the problem. They have these 21 acceptors here and they get a lot of bad draws. People scratch out of the races. It's just too hard to win off wide draws with a six-metre rail. Um, it's good for her. It's good for us. I'd love a shower of rain. All the better performances are on tracks with a bit of cutting it and which is unlikely, but she's certainly found the right race. And with Ron's three kilo claim, she gets in beautifully. I want to ask you about this young Simpson. He's been riding down in Western New South Wales. Tell me a bit of his story. Oh, look, I don't know a whole lot of his story, to be honest. He's, he's been a bit of a journeyman here and there. He's obviously a New South Wales country boy at heart. And he's been into Sydney and it just didn't sort of work out for him at a time there. And he sort of got flagged to come up here and I just thought with the three kilo provincial claim with the level of experience that he's got pretty pretty good he's testing a bit of metropolitan you know racing today just just for that claim he rides a little bit heavier than probably what he will be in the summer but he's a lovely patient rider he's a very good horseman um jockey wise he's obviously got room for improvement like they all do when they still got three kilos but he's a nice exciting kid to the area Michael Rod's been riding for a fair bit of work and he's real slow build up how's he going Tony He's not doing a whole bunch in with us. We're pretty full at the moment. Once Michael gets a bit further down the track, we'll, we'll see him in here. But we've got a team of you know riders that are here every week for us and has only, I guess there's only so many main spots of a morning at track work. 
Just with uh, Morton Bay, of course, rolled on speed last start uh, outside Bay Rumble, which kicked and led. He wasn't beaten that far. As I said, this is a different story today. What, what will be the instruction to this young boy? Simpson. Oh, he'll just go forward. She's a lovely kid. She, she's, she's just a little beauty. So she'll jump and she'll either be outside leader 1-1. One, one. She'll find a spot somewhere handy. She begins well and she's nice and tough. That's it. The only negative of her at all today is just the ground. Okay. You've got a well-bred um, mare in today. She's just going to need a bit more time. She's assisted of Vidora, jump and fly. Yeah, I'm not sure. She might need a bit more time. <laughs> she might need to improve. I, I don't know what her, what, her, what her go sort of is. She's had plenty of time. She's a four-year-old. She's got a set of blinkers on today. She looks as though even off an awkward draw, she still maps out a pretty nice run. Um, you'd like to think she'd be competitive in this sort of grade. All right, of course. Um, I can't remember if Fedora carried the headgear or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Fedora used to sit hand in them. Sometimes she'd get back and just swoop on them and run home. So I don't know with this girl. She's given her plenty of time. She's very, very big. She's a lovely big, big mare. Um, look, hopefully she can get the job done. Yeah. And what about uh, headlock in the same race by Caravaggio? 3-3. Three, three. Yeah, he's a funny sort of horse. He's definitely getting the blinkers on. He was awful the other day, getting a bit of a bump from the inside. His horse got severe interference a few runs back. The blinkers seem to help him at the back of the trials. Um, he'll be ridden just back off speed and look to be strong late, but headlock's got to get his head in the game a little bit better. Yeah, yeah of course, he's had a last in his recent trial, didn't he? And yeah, I think Damien gave him a bit of, bit of rain there to find the line. Yeah, he just got back yeah. and run home late, and the leader was off and gone. You see that a lot here when the, you, know, you get good ground at the trials. Sometimes very hard to make up ground, but that's the idea of just him executing his performance with the blinkers on. He did that quite well. A couple of seasons ago, Isotope was one of your stable stars. Here's the relation here. Four-year-old on debut, Prince of Plenty, Barrier yeah. 1, race 4. It's fair to say he's no Isotope, that's for sure. He got the blinkers on first day of the races as well. Uh, big gangly bike, big Sebring. Take, took a while to get into his thing, get into his sort of action and rhythm. Um, she'll get a lovely run, and I don't think this is the deepest maiden. All right, and of course, Katima's stable mate in the race for James Orman, drawn a bit awkwardly. Yeah, probably go back, learn what racing's all about today and try and get some experience going through them. Thanks for joining us, Tony. Good luck on uh, Saturday. We can't wait for this Turak. Yeah, it's going to be a great day's racing, isn't it? I feel like you're kidded at a candy shop this weekend <laughs> yeah. with Everest Day and Guineas Day all on at one go, so it's going to be a great day. You've always got your finger on the pulse. You're watching races everywhere. Your thought in the, the Tab Everest, which horse would you like to be saddling up in it, Tony? I, it's just such a funny Everest, isn't it? It's totally different than any other year with total lack of speed apart from one one runner. I just don't know what's going to sit second in it, to be honest. Um, I think I wouldn't go away from Joe Pride's horse, think about it. I think he's very adaptable. He's got the good gait to hold a position, probably 1-1. One, one. He's probably the one I'd, I'd want. No knock on a few others, but probably just him. Oh, the old Queensland form, Tony. Of course, Stratbroke winner, think about it. The previous year it was, well, Private Eye probably should have won it. Um, defeating Alligator Blood, and here they are in a Tab Everest. Yeah, no, yeah, that'll, that'll be the corner I'll, I'll sit in. I think Peter Moose Horse, obviously, is favourite and probably still rightfully so off a low draw, but yeah, I think Joe Pride's Horse is probably the one. I just made the point. Everyone's going on, oh, one alley's no good for right. We show you. Why not? <laughs> he had yeah, barrier one last start. He was ridden perfectly, just needed the run. I mean, what's wrong with one alley? I think one alley in this sort of field here, when we haven't got a, a field of speeds like we've had previous years, I think one I'd far rather one than, than a wide draw. Oh, absolutely. I think the I inside mean, draw is a big, big, big advantage to draw low this season. When he won the Golden Eagle in Sydney, he was basically midfield defence and got off and swallowed them up. Anyway, well, I don't think he'd want to be any further back than that, that's for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Cheers, mate. Tony Gollan assessing some runners today at Edips. Uh, which Morton Bay is, is the, the horse that. Um, is his best chance, uh, according to Tony today. Um, that mare, I keep going to call her a he, and Young, young Simpson.
uh, takes the ride. I'll tell you a bit more about it. Let's uh, find some quick stats on this particular jockey. So to date, he's had four or 526 rides for 68 winners, 114 placings. He started riding at Dubbo in November 2017. His first win was that same day. So he rode a winner his first day at the races, Butterfly Sky. Uh, he believes that not a, better, um, not a bad idea is the best horse that he's ridden to date. Um, he's ridden 20 winners for Clint Lund home. Brett Thompson, he's ridden 15. Gary Lund, 8. Dar Lund, he's ridden 4. 4. Justin Stanley, the, the Justin W. Stanley, he's ridden a few winners for as well. And he's ridden 15 winners at Dubbo, 12 at Wellington, 6 at Warren, 4 at Bathurst. So that's the young boy that's riding you know, one of the favourites today, Ronald Simpson.